Hey everybody, welcome to the Feminization Boudoir from Candy Apple Press. I'm your host, Kylie Gable. And wow, this has been an interesting day. I was making lunch um, earlier and I accidentally switched the stove instead of to off. I put it on low, which meant there was no flame, but there was gas uh, going into my house. So... I wound up giving myself a headache. I, I opened up the windows and let the gas diffuse, and I didn't cook dinner tonight. But um, as a result, uh, we're a little late getting going, and I'm, you know, not feeling my best as you aren't after breathing in all that gas. But uh, we've got a great audio today. We're still having uh, Shayla Spazia. She is going through the um, Sam's New Life books. Um, we're on the fifth audio today called Sam's New Routine, and it ends with the sixth audio, um, which I've been told might be the best ending I've ever written. I've heard had several people tell me that, both people I know and people in book reviews. Um, it's kind of a sweet ending, but there's some real more rough stuff along the way. And uh, here it is, without further ado, here is Mr. Shayla with, um, it's called Sam's New Routine. Sam's New Routine. I was having a marvelous dream, in which I was walking along on an endless golden beach, feeling pleasantly warmed by the sun and not a care in the world. Then these four giant lobsters appeared, surrounded me, and began snapping at me with their pinchers. They clawed at me, and before long they had grabbed my feet and were dragging me down into the deep water, where I would undoubtedly drown. Just as the water was closing over my head, I awoke with a start to find Alexis sitting at the foot of my bed in my desk chair. She had pulled my comforter and sheets off my feet, and was in the process of painting my toenails a lurid red color. Really? Is that absolutely necessary? I groaned. Necessary? Nah, probably not, but fun, absolutely. She laughed. Since my mom had decided that the appropriate punishment for me, apparently sneaking out wearing women's clothes while I was grounded, would be to make me dress like a girl all the time, effectively feminizing me. She had gone even as far as putting my younger stepsister, Alexis, in complete charge of my wardrobe, and by extension of me. Thus, our relative statuses had definitely altered somewhat. I had lost confidence and assertiveness, no longer commanding any part of the respect due an older brother. She, on the other hand, was no longer the timid younger female sibling now. She was assured, assertive, and commanding, but still retaining the capability of being an absolute brat when it came to humiliating me. Alexis, this is going way too far, I complained, but not daring to move my feet. Well, it's a shame you feel that way, sister dear, she smirked. But because you decided to complain so much, you've just earned yourself some nail art. For the upteenth time, I wondered if my mom had really thought through this situation. She wanted to punish me 
for deliberately disobeying her by making me wear dresses when I was home, which as I had also been permanently grounded was all the time when not in school. As I had also apparently tied Alexis up instead of listening to her sage advice, she was now left in charge and I had to obey her at all times. If Alexis or any of her friends let it slip at school what I was wearing, dresses all weekend, I'd be ruined and my life simply wouldn't be worth living. So it wasn't like I could even think of disobeying her, even if she was proposing putting nail art on my toes before going to school. An hour later, I was crammed into the back seat of what had previously been my car. Between Gwen and Ashley and preparing to play a game, the Taylor and Alexis had recently invented, merely to torment me a little more. Every day, Alexis drove the five of us to school while they decided on the day's humiliations. Okay, so how many cards should she pick today? piped in Taylor from the front seat. At least two, snickered Ashley. Two, snorted Gwen. I think she deserves at least three this morning. Oh yeah, definitely three, agreed Alexis. Okay, Samantha, please take three cards, ordered Taylor, fanning out about a hundred index cards. With the blank sides facing me, like a magician performing a card trick. Like Alexis, I knew that she would not try to get me to pick a specific card. But out of the hundred or so cards, she held at least seventy-five that were horrible. The odds that I would not get at least two bad cards out of three were minimal. Reluctantly, I reached over and took three random cards from her and began to read them quietly to myself. Don't keep us in suspense. Read them out loud. Okay, I said, trying to sound cheerful and so denying them some part of their pleasure. I have to swap belts with one of you. I have to wear mascara and I have to be seen wearing a dress today. Unfortunately, I groan audibly at this last card's instruction. I have plenty of clothes in my school locker for just such an occasion, but I had no idea how I could accomplish this and have it seem in any way normal. Even with my growing reputation as a class clown, I doubted I could get away with being seen wearing a dress without people starting to wonder about me. I'll loan you my belt, teased Gwen. You'll love it. It's macrame. You just have to tie it. Tying, I handed over my belt and took hers, tying it around my waist. It goes lower, hangs on your hips, not through the belt loops, she commanded. At the same time, Ashley grabbed my chin, turning my face toward her dipped her mascara wand into the tube before bringing it up to my eye. I'd done this enough times now to blink almost reflexively, assisting her in coating and separating my eyelashes. It's volumizing, beamed Ashley eagerly as if this would make a difference, or I even cared. After Alexis found a parking spot for what had been my car, we all got out and began walking towards the school building. My belt looked quite strange, even more so because of wearing it hanging on my hips, instead of through the belt loops, but Gwen had nodded approval. Well, hopefully most people wouldn't pay attention too much to my belts, even if it was macrame. The mascara was, however, slightly more troubling. 
The girls had made me wear it before, but this time Ashley had really applied it very thick and quite badly. It looked as though I wanted to be noticed wearing it. Now, I might have been able to get away with the mascara if it were for an isolated incident, but just last Friday I had worn one of Gwen's blouses, my sister's pink gym shoes and lip gloss. Since Alexis had been given control of me a month earlier, I had been forced to wear all manner of feminine clothing to school, even though that wasn't technically part of my mom's punishment. I couldn't argue with her anymore. Mom would have never approved but I couldn't afford the risk of angering the girls by telling. The girls had managed to keep things fairly subtle, and most of the guys in my class didn't really notice anything. Unfortunately, girls noticed these things. Soon even girls who weren't an integral part of my feminization were nonetheless finding great amusement in teasing me about it. The worst of these was Clarissa Cockrell. She had the locker next to mine, and we couldn't have been more different. He was pretty, popular, and athletic, which sort of made up for her lack of intellect. She was also quite snobby, although only a sophomore, and had her own clique of girlfriends. She and her friends ran in entirely different circles to my sister and her friends, but she seemed to have taken an instant dislike to me ever since I'd rather awkwardly tried to hit on her during her freshman year. Long hair, the color of a Hershey's kiss, with big green eyes. She had a way of walking that accentuated her amazing ass. When she walked down the hall, she just knew that every male eye would be watching her, or more accurately, her ass. Let me see you today, princess, she ordered, looking over from her locker at me as I was frantically unloading my book bag into my locker. The girls had made me decorate the inside of my locker with numerous pictures of hunky male models, male singers, and other teenage girl heartthrobs, so actually using my locker was quite a challenge. I could only open the door a crack and then try to put the books in and take books out, while firmly holding the door so that it wouldn't fall open any further letting anybody passing by see the inside. It was quite complicated, but I had gotten pretty good at it, giving the impression that if I opened the door any further, all my stuff would fall out. I slammed the locker door and turned to Clarissa. Look, Clarissa, I'm really not in the mood for this. I just want to get to my class. I love that belt, she ignored me. I have one just like it. Do you now? That's so interesting. Well, anyway, gotta run. I started to move away. Hey, is that guy liner? She asked, staring at me. No, it's mascara. Wow, it really makes your eyes pop. Yes, doesn't it? Sorry, going to be late. Again, I turned to leave. Not so fast. I won't make you late. What's your first period? Calculus, and I really can't be late. We've got a test. Give me your folder. Not a request, an order. What? I said, give me your calculus folder now. She intoned each word slowly, if to a particularly dim child. I didn't want to do it. I wanted her to leave me alone and let me go to my class. But I also didn't want to cause a fuss and arouse any more attention. What do you want it for? I asked suspiciously as I handed it over. 
Well, I saw a great folder yesterday, and I immediately thought of you, she smiled ingeniously. As she opened my folder and the binding, took out all the papers out, and quickly transferred them to a brand new black folder she produced from her locker. It was emblazoned with the word princess in silver foil script, with a crown over the P flipping it closed. With a huge grin, she handed me the new folder and threw my old one in her locker, slamming the door. Oh, come on, just give me my folder back. I like my folder, I pleaded. Yeah, right, she smirked. You've got a much better one now, more appropriate for a girly boy. Bye-bye. With that, Clarissa spun and walked off down the hallway. She was soon joined by some friends, and they were all talking and laughing. She glanced back at me and waved. But at least the other girls didn't pay any attention. After that, my school day turned out like most other days. I got teased, questioned, laughed at. But that was only by a small number of people. Most people didn't really notice, even as I pulled my homework out of my new girly folder. I probably had senioritis worse than anybody else in my class. I was so done with high school and looking forward to graduating and getting on with my life. I had been accepted at DuPont College, and I looked forward to going there and no longer having to be a girly boy. Following calculus, I had Spanish and then study hall before lunch. On my way to lunch, I saw Ryan. We were at different levels socially, so we didn't talk openly in the hallways. But we were both in the same boat, even if he didn't have to wear dresses. So we did feel a bit mutual sympathy. He had even saved me from the bullies a few times over the last few months, and I appreciated it. Hey, Sam, he said from behind me. Hi, Ryan, I replied. Great game last weekend. Thanks, he said. Then added, watch out for Taylor. Hey, I'm watching out for all of them, I quipped. You might think I'm paranoid, but I know they are all out to get me. Yeah, yeah, but listen, Taylor has asked Gwen to help her really humiliate you. So just be careful. What is she doing? I can't tell you, he replied, nervously looking around. Sorry, but if they found out, they'd kill me. Well, that's just great. Thanks, that really does help me out. Why tell me to watch out when you won't tell me what to watch out for? Ryan, for being such a great athlete, you've got absolutely no balls, I said disgustedly. I'm really sorry, he said. Just watch out for Taylor and Gwen. That's all I can say. I usually brought my own lunch to school, but today was pizza day, and the pizza was actually edible. So I decided to brave the cafeteria. I had just gotten my pizza and was making my way to find and out of the way table when Ashley caught hold of me. You're not sitting by yourself for lunch, are you? Come and sit with us. Her smile had all the warmth of a shark eyeing their lunch, including the large teeth. Huh, that's okay. I like to study while eating my lunch. I lied. The truth is all my friends had different lunch periods for me, and I didn't feel comfortable sitting so close to other people where they'd notice my makeup, feminine accessories, and smell the girly bath products I now used. Oh, Samantha, I'm asking nicely, but are you really saying no to me? inquired Ashley in her sweetest, non-threatening voice. Non-threatening being a relative term. It was actually more akin to Don Corleone, 
making me an offer I really couldn't refuse. Obviously, not sitting with her at lunch would be a very, very bad idea. Sure, Ashley, I agreed. My eagerness apparent. Where are we sitting? I followed her back to a table where Quinn, Taylor, and Alexis were already sitting. I sat on the end of the table and tried to eat my lunch quietly while they made a small talk about who was dating whom. Which of their friends was viciously spreading rumors about other of their friends. It all seemed quite spiteful between what we were supposedly good friends. But then I had always found girl friendships to be exceedingly bitchy. Before long, those topics had dried up and the conversation turned ominously to me. So, Samantha, have you given any thought to where you're going to wear your dress today? asked Taylor. I'll do it, all right. I have until the end of the day, I complained. Time is running out, girlfriend, said Gwen. Remember, we all have to get to see it. You'll see it. Jeesh, give me a break, I grumbled, stuffing the last of my pizza in my mouth. I'm not sure I like your attitude. Alexis stared at me, and they all stood and left me at the table. Last period was a study hall for me and for my sister and her friends, too. Most juniors and seniors didn't take a class at the end of the day, unless they were in danger of not graduating on time. I didn't want to do what I was about to do because I knew there was a good chance I'd get in trouble for it. But I didn't think I had a choice. Also, because it was still going to be very busy, I'd be very exposed. I went back to my locker where I had a little black dress folded neatly in the back. I had to time this just right if I wanted to make it work. Unfortunately, standing by her locker was Clarissa. Hey, princess, did you get any compliments on your new folder? I don't have time for this, Clarissa, I barked at her. Huh? Well, then make time. She was a bit shocked by my verbal attack. What's got you so worked up? What's so important anyway? I I don't have time for you, I repeated more forcefully. Geez, you don't have to be such a bitch, Samantha, slowly emphasizing the name. The worst part being that she had no idea anybody else called me Samantha. She just thought she was being really clever. Like I said, mental acuity wasn't exactly her strong suit. I hurried, unlocked my locker, yanked it open enough to reach in and grab my dress. I didn't offer any explanations as I pulled it out, still folded, and slammed the door shut. I barely glanced over my shoulder at Clarissa telling her, gotta run. I hurried down to the boys' bathroom by the gym and nervously waited for it to empty out. With trembling fingers, I quickly raised the black cotton dress and let it slip over my head and arms reaching around behind to zip it up. My pants stuck out underneath, and my shirt sleeves were longer than the dress. I wasn't trying to make a fashion statement. I was solely centered on fulfilling my obligations while minimizing any collateral impact. Scooping up my phone from the bench, I quickly sent a group text to Alexis and the rest of my tormentors, informing them that I was about to appear in public in a dress as they required. With a very exaggeratedly feminine gait that would have put a Kardashian to shame, I slinked my way over towards the entrance to the girls' locker room, 
where Coach Coleman, the 20-something teacher who coached the cheerleading squad, was standing in a red sweatsuit. A lot of male students had a crush on her as she was very attractive, but I think it was probably the taboo nature of her being a teacher and the cheerleading coach that made it so exciting for many of my classmates. One by one, the students in the foyer by the gym and the study hall saw me in the dress. With my comical walk, I could hear laughing coming from all around me, and that was exactly what I needed. I had a fairly well-deserved reputation as a class clown, and that was probably the only thing that could save this from being one of the most humiliating moments in a very embarrassing year. Hello, coach. I drawled to Miss Coleman in a very exaggerated falsetto that probably sounded like a cross between a Monty Python character, Lucille Ball, and Mae West. Without makeup or accessories, I certainly didn't pass, and she raised an eyebrow at my approach. What are you doing, Archer? Well, I was just going into the locker room for the cheerleading practice, I said loudly for all to hear and slowly begin to continue my slinky walk past the coach. Seeing her own job at risk, she quickly stepped in front of me. Nice try, Sam, she said with a bemused smile. Sam, oh no, no, there must be some mistake. I'm Alexis, Alexis Archer. I'm on the team, I insisted. Maybe I should have you warm up then by running a couple of laps on the track for me, smirked Coach Coleman. Timing is always the key to good comedy. Knowing it was time to cut and run, glanced at my watchless wrist and exclaimed, Gosh, is that the time? Well, I'd better get going. I hurried back the way I had come, laughing, coming from all around me. I didn't think it was particularly funny, but any time you did something silly to break up the boring routine of school, it was usually a hit. My classmates were an easy audience to please. I hurried back out to the foyer and rushed to the first restroom that I saw. Thankfully, it was empty, so I quickly pulled off the dress, straightened my clothes, and began walking back over to my locker. Along the way, I received a nice, supportive text message from Taylor, congratulating me on a job well done. With a sigh of my relief that I returned to my locker, students would be getting out of the last period class in about 20 minutes and I wanted to be out of there before the rush. Any relief I felt was short-lived, though. I saw that Clarissa hadn't left the lockers any time. My friend Debbie just sent me pictures of you in your dress, talking to Coach Coleman, she said accusingly. Yeah, just having a laugh. I dismissed it. That was why you were in such a hurry and were so rude to me, wasn't it? She accused. No, it was just planned for that time, that's all. You seem to find a lot of reasons to get in touch with your feminine side, mascara boy. It was just a joke, nothing more. Wait, oh my God, is that your dress? She indicated the dress I was still holding. Yeah, it's just an old dress I borrowed from my sister. Put it on. What? I'm not going to put it on now. I've just taken it off. Come on, she insisted. You said it was just a joke and I missed it. There's nobody else around and it'll be our little secret. No, I growled. The joke's over. Sorry, but I've got to go. I moved towards my locker. Don't take that tone with me, girly, she said very calmly. You know, you were in such a hurry to get your dress that you didn't shut your locker door properly. It popped open after you'd left for your joke, so I got a good look inside. 
It even took a couple pictures. What? I exclaimed, beginning to feel nauseated. I rearranged a few things. Hope you don't mind. So that the pretty bra and panty set were very obvious in all the pictures. Now, are you going to put on the dress for me, or do you want to argue some more and wait for an audience? I gave her my hardest glare, but she just looked back at me, unperturbed. My impotence palpable. I shrugged and began sliding the dress over my head and arms before she stopped me. What now? I snapped in agitation. Take your shirt off first. It should make you put on your bra and panties, too. Pouting the whole time, I took off my shirt, and when she extended her hand, clicking her fingers, I gave it to her. Now I was pulling the dress on over my bare torso, and it felt much more humiliating. When I'd managed to shimmy it over my hips, she forcibly spun me around and firmly zipped me up. Now give me your pants, she demanded. Hell no, I growled. Really? Fine, I'll just post the pictures on the inside of your locker to everybody. In the entire school, including the staff, she said emotionlessly. No, please don't do that, I pleaded. Then give me your pants now, she demanded. You so much as say another negative word to me, and those pictures aren't just going to school wide, they're going viral. Alright, that was Sam's new routine, uh, as read by Shayla Aspasia. I just got an email today um, from Jen Davis, and she's doing a story of mine, an old one, called Trial um, of a Feminizer. And she told me, oh my god, this is the best story you've ever written. So I'm really excited to see what she does with that. I'm hoping we'll have that one up soon. We have another Jen Davis story coming up soon, called Birthday Spankings. And Raina's working on a couple for me, so there's going to be some new audio up here really soon. I hope you like today. Um, because of COVID and the big spike we're having, I'm off my uh, job without pay for a while, my, my day job. And uh, so if anybody is thinking of buying a book or an audio, or in any way would like to support our podcast or Patreon, it would really be appreciated right now. Uh, I'm not hurting that bad. I mean, I will go back to, to, to making a regular salary, hopefully sooner rather than later, but, um, it would be very bad for me to get COVID. So I am on, you know, leave without pay. So anyway, have a wonderful uh, week. I will be back next week. I hope you are too. Take care.